welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 10 of After the Split. If you don't already know, After the Split is a deep dive interview show going to the lives of speedrunners. This week, I was fortunate enough to sit down with Toasted Cat, the multiple world record holder for Spyro Reignited Trilogy. Hope you enjoy. Well, welcome. We are, oh yeah, it is episode 10. I'm very excited about that. This week I have Toasted Cat, the SRT legend, who, interestingly enough, I actually only first ever heard your name when I was talking to Bobby for episode one. So it's kind of crazy really? to, yeah, see your that progression was, uh, and that was the first time passes. Mm -hmm. That was the first time, actually. I, I wasn't a runner <laughs> or anything, so I was like, yeah, I yeah. know Bobby. He hangs out. Mm -hmm. And plus he had, you know, the words and stuff. Uh, but besides me butchering it, what is your name? And who the heck are you? Like my real name or no? No, screen name's fine. Yeah, Toasted Cat. I mean, I can give you my real name if you want. <gasps> yeah, it's not a secret. Dox yourself. <gasps> yeah. It's not a secret. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've even seen like the last name on stream and everything. Uh, no, that was on Audrey's stream. Oh, was it? Oh, true. Yeah. Just kidding. Don't go looking for it. It's probably <laughs> gone by now. Yeah, we'll pretend it is. But yeah, how did you pick Toasted Cat? By the way. Um, it's a really stupid story. I was playing Counter-Strike. It was like 2015, I think. And, um, there was somebody on the other team. His name was Toasted Oat. And mm -hmm. I misread it as Toasted Cat. And then I realized it was Toasted Oat. And I'm like, oh, I like Toasted Cat, though. And then, like, I changed it a week later to that. I kind of dig it, actually. So why, why with the K, then? Just to make it different? Um, it used to be with a C. And then when <gasps> I made my Twitch account, it was taken. So I did it with uh... a K. And I made my Twitch account way before I ever planned on streaming. Mm -hmm. So it was, I didn't really care. But then when I started streaming, um, I changed it to K everywhere else, just to, like be consistent. Have you ever changed it afterwards? Like, oh, maybe I don't like this. Or were you just like, yeah, it's fine. This is fine. It's, nah, it's fine. I know I it's... personally, same thing. Like I was on Twitch before and mm -hmm. I probably went through like three screen names before I ever streamed just because I didn't like any of them. Oh yeah, I went through a bunch, but all of mine before this were really bad and stupid. <laughs> exactly, being young. <laughs> yep. Now, for anybody that maybe doesn't know your running history, what kind of uh, records do you hold? What game do you run? Um, at the moment, the only game I run seriously is Spyro Reignited. Um, I have NBS, which is like the any percent no major skips and 120% for Spyro 1 record, and I have the record for Spyro 3 any percent. Dang. I guess just to get it out there, why did you wind up picking the HD version instead of running the original? Um, I tried... I've been watching speedrunning for a long time, and I think I did the same thing a lot of people do, where one day I kind of wanted to try it with OG, and I just like tried to go through the first level and i couldn't get anywhere near world record and i just gave up <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh i can't do any of this i'm not even gonna try you know yep so, so that was like a, a couple of years ago and then when reignited came to pc i just thought like it'd be cool to have um i really love spyro so i was like it'd be cool to have my name like in history and i love speedrunning so i was like i'll just try it and that's what i stuck with well it's, it's awesome to see uh what kind of time frames i guess just for reference to what i was talking about with bobby what kind of mm -hmm. time frames has it been since you've actually gotten these several world records uh the first time i got 
world record and it's like quote unquote world record was november 2019 because, oh did you i didn't know you yeah. held one in the past yeah uh i say quote unquote because at the time uh it was like a little bit after it come to pc and the mm-hmm. console records were at that time were still better than pc by a lot oh so like it was there were like i think seven runs on pc for nbs when i got record and it was still like two minutes slower than the console record so there is that but then there was a point i think my last record when i stopped running for a while was about comparable to console so it would have been like potentially world record but you know it's hard to tell with the timing dif- with how we time both platforms right, that's different. what i was thinking uh did you guys just not use a load remover back in the day uh console just doesn't have load remover right that's what know, i'm saying because you're comparing to yeah. console so did you so, not have one pc is always used load remover so mm-hmm. but the thing is is no console has um the balloonist or like the skip in the nasty that saves like i don't know how much time exactly because i've never run on console so i don't really know about that yeah i don't know either i haven't even really so, watched too much console uh yeah so like my last uh pb before i left that was world record was i think like 40 ish seconds slower than the console in-game time mm-hmm. but as we know con- in-game time sucks <laughs> yeah and uh and with the skip console, <laughs> yeah and then with the the skip console has i don't they would have been about comparable i don't know which one would have been faster it is an sure. interesting idea for sure mm-hmm. now i will circle back to your speedrunning history, but first, I would love to go a little deeper dive into you as a person. So, mm-hmm. how old are you? I am twenty-two. And what is your living situation like? Um, with my parents. <laughs> it's it's part of life. I I was yeah. until you know a month ago. So, oh, I feel that. Mm-hmm. And how's how is it for you? Is it pretty chill, or are you like, oh, I can't wait to leave? No, I love my family. Oh, that's awesome. I, yeah, it's I love being here. I mean, I, obviously I'm going to move out someday, but I'm not like in a hurry to do mm-hmm. it or anything. Now, I have to imagine, because you pretty much go live just about every day, do they know about your online presence and nearly the extent of how well you move Purple Dog? <laughs> I mean, they've been told like by my brothers that I have world record, but they don't really know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> are they gamers at all themselves? Like... No, my parents Aww. are not at all. Mine as well, sadly. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. The rest of my family, I mean, by, I mean my siblings. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense yeah. a bit. Mm-hmm. Have my they have they tried that. it? They're like, you know what? That looks that looks kind of cool. Let me let me take a hand at playing Spyro fast. Uh, I actually just bought my brother the game during really? the Steam Summer Sale, and he said he was going to at least try it. So maybe. Which, I don't know if this is. Well, it's probably not going to air in time, but hey, you should have already bought Spyro. It's only $13 for three games, which is really cool. For two more days. Yeah. Oh, right shit. Is it only two more days? Yeah, definitely. This <laughs> won't air. Oh, oh. <laughs> you lost losers. Yeah. Uh, did you go to college? I did for one year, and then I dropped out. Not your thing? No, I did not do well, and I did not like it. Now, out of curiosity, because uh, I happen to know we're both from around the same area, where did you wind up going? Uh, Florida Gulf Coast University. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew some people that went there, of course, years ago, but <laughs> that's, that's like way up there in the panhandle. Why'd you want to go so far? 
No, it's not in the Panhandle. Oh, is that Tampa the... side? Yeah. Oh, I was saying the wrong one then. My bad. They're all this. There's too many. Yeah, they're all the same. Who cares? So, <laughs> what did you wind up doing? Are you working right now? Yeah, I work as my official title is junior developer. Ooh, that sounds official. Yeah, I mean, kind of official. What's it's that like, consist just, of? Like, yeah, what's the day to day? Um, I'm kind of. It's like basically a paid internship, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not, but like that's kind of what I would compare it to, where like I'm being taught on the job and also being paid as I learn. Uh, for what coding is this? Like actually yeah. programming stuff? Yeah, like web development. Oh, is that yeah, something so that interested like, you, or did you just kind of stumble into this? Um, both. It's because I have like been interested in just technology and computers in general for Mm -hmm. my whole life basically and um my brother's friend's dad knew of me and knew that i was good with computers and stuff and he reached out to me and was like hey we're looking to teach somebody to learn and be with us for a long time would you like to do it and i said yes so Mm -hmm. i've always found technology to be an interesting career field like Mm -hmm. so i i was doing like advanced network configuration and uh just troubleshooting stuff like that and you ever tell a family member or something like that they're like oh well i couldn't hook up my my dish do you (laughs) think you can help me do you you get that kind of stuff at all like that's Uh, not my job at all but because i'm not completely dumb i can probably help you (laughs) yeah all the time it's not as bad anymore because my fam my parents have gotten more tech savvy over the years oh thank goodness for that yeah but every once in a while, like I just had a situation the other day where my mom unplugged the router trying to do something. <laughs> and I just had to sit there for like half an hour, like plugging things back in for her. Oh, geez. Why? Did she just like, oh, let me just move this thing. I don't even know what it does. They were installing something. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know what they were doing exactly. But uh, Are you comfortable telling people generally where you're from? Yeah, I'm from Florida. Now, have you traveled much in your time? get to leave florida a uh, couple of times that is m- probably like more than most people i would think i don't know i've been a couple places around the u.s and i've been out of the country once to sweden oh really what the heck why yeah. sweden um when i turned 18 my parents wanted me to have a like all of my siblings and i to have a like trip i get just like somewhere oh that's sick and yeah, and I, they were going to like let us pick, and I didn't have any idea where I wanted to go, so she knew she had a friend in Sweden, so we flew over there and stayed with them for a few days. It was like a week. That's awesome. It did touristy stuff. I've, I've still never gone to Europe, and I've always wanted to. It's just, <laughs> it's really far, obviously, from us. And Yeah. One day, though, one day. One day. Now, I guess any aspirations to leave? I, I know you said you're cool with your family, so I could imagine mm-hmm. wanting to stay in Florida. I would like to if I have the opportunity to stay here, but it's just the area I'm in is so expensive. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so I'm not really sure what will happen in the future, but at the moment, I'm not planning on leaving. I mean, yeah, it seems like you're, you're comfy working eventually and just do whatever. Mm hmm also a a positive thing about having any sort of tech experiences you don't necessarily need a degree if you have the work experience yeah it's kind of what i'm hoping for where i'm at now either 
you know, get promoted within the company to make enough money or to have the experience to go somewhere else. Now, plan. this is sort of a subtle-ish transition. What kind of games <laughs> did you wind up playing as a kid, just casually? Um, my first game and my favorite has always been Spyro. Really? On both yeah. ends? What do you mean on both ends? Uh, like, I guess casually, uh, your favorite, uh, I don't know, words. <laughs> it was your first game? Yeah. I mean, was, I... I... I started playing, I think the first time I played a game was when I was like three with my dad. We played like a Spyro on the PlayStation. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you have like, which one? Do you know if you were playing one, two, or three? I know we had all three. I don't know which one I played first. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. I know they were all out by the time I played, so. It's weird to think about, because... Uh, Obviously, I had to have had a PlayStation from my dad as well, and he wouldn't just get it for me. He had to have played it, and I, I remember him playing games. And now the idea of him playing anything like a Spyro or a Crash just seems so out there. Like, there's no way he could <laughs> boomer handle the controls. Yeah, it's funny that you say that, because I, um, when I used to play, or my mom used to watch me play a lot when mm -hmm. I was really young. And she always loved, I also played Crash too, because, you know, they're kind of like brother-sister games. Of Crash course. Spyro. Everyone who's played one has played the other pretty much. But um, I played Crash, and my mom always preferred Crash because, you know, it has, like, the hallway design, so it's easier for her to understand. Yeah, you can kind of just go forward. Yeah. And so I've had her try Spyro before, and she had no idea what she was doing and couldn't, like, control anything and was terrible. And then when Crash, <laughs> 4, when, when Crash 4 came out and I was playing that casually, I wanted her to try that too and see it just to see, oh, like, Oh, that one's how so complicated and to just pick up. <laughs> She actually did so much better than I thought she would. Really? She only played like the first level or two, but she actually did like really well compared to what I thought she was going to do. Even then, yeah, you'd love to see it. Yeah, it was funny. I was surprised. Now, did you have any desire to play the uh, Insane Trilogy? Did you play it casually at all? For Crash, yeah, I, obviously. Yeah, I beat the Insane Trilogy casually. And I've had uh, some interest in running it at some point, maybe. Maybe. There is a, a lot of people who tend to cross over. Obviously, mm -hmm. uh, you know, us scarred individuals, shout out to Cam, will tell you, <laughs> hey, don't go back there. It's a dark corner. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's an experience for sure. I, I'm mm -hmm. not, I picked it up uh, as my first speed game because it was linear. I was like, oh, yeah. just go through 25 levels. Easy. I can Even I can do that. Mm -hmm. then you wind up finding that it's built on spaghetti so you just try and work <laughs> through the spaghetti the best you can yep reignited's the same way oh yeah oh since you've been there from the beginning can you tell me a little bit i i've heard about it what was the thing that toys for bob wound up just destroying it's like roll and error or something um that's even before me because that was really console. oh yeah. i figured game... it would be pc too the game's never been patched on PC. We're still playing like the original PC <laughs> port. It's never had an update. Oh, but um, from Activision's what I know, it's the best. Yeah, from what I know of Roll in there, there was something where you could something about getting in the water and getting out of bounds in in a water in a level, and then somehow you'd be able to have like a roll. Like when you rolled, you just like kind of float, mm -hmm. or like you, you couldn't like walk around and control yourself but you could like float through the air and then steer yourself by rolling 
That seems and then, interesting. I'm trying to imagine I, it. It seems odd. There's like a legacy leaderboard on it for console if you wanted to go see what the run looked like. Oh, kind of. I've never actually, I might. I've never actually watched it. That's actually I kind of want to do that now. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to like, check that out. I think it was like before level storage was a thing. So like for Spyro 2, that's how they got into Ripto instead of fl- flying. Oh, up there. they had sh- a way. Oh. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure about that, though. I bet it'd be much more enjoyable. Screw flight cap and <laughs> level storage. I love Maybe. 2 but damn, do I hate 2 <laughs> All right, this is the point in time where I like to do a little game to kind of transition before we go deep into your speed running. How does it sound to you to do a little bit of a trivia quiz where I give you a headline about a Florida man and you tell me if this is a real headline or if I made it up? Oh, no. Sure. Hell yeah. (laughs) If you said no, I'd be a little screwed because I don't have a backup. But (laughs) I like to ask anyway. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Number one, and I only have 10, so it's uh, it's real quick. Florida man gets tired of waiting at hospital, steals ambulance, drives home. Uh, I'm going to say fake on that one. Would you like to know them all at once or as you answer or at the end? Yeah, as we answer. Why not? All right. So this one actually was true. Damn. It, it's kind of sad. All of these sound like they could be true. Yeah. And you never know, truly. You, never, you don't know. You just don't. All right, number two. Thousands of Florida gun owners plan to shoot Hurricane away. I think I remember seeing that one. I think that's true. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> they're really smart. <laughs> Number three, Florida man arrested for repeatedly licking neighbor's dog. Is this going to be something where they're just all true and you're just pranking me? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say false. You're right. You're right. You're too quick. That one, <laughs> it, it didn't sound outrageous enough to be true. Exactly. All right. Number four. Florida man charged with assault with a deadly weapon after throwing alligator through Wendy's drive through window. Uh, false. I actually, I remember this one for some reason. <laughs> the guy looked just like a guy I went to high school with. And so we, we called him the alligator guy for a while. How's, how's an alligator a deadly weapon? I mean, you know, you throw that thing, it's like 20 pounds and also can bite people through a window. You're just trying to serve up Frosties. Imagine yeah, that's your day. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I oh, I'd almost think I'd have to question my life. Like, this job is not worth it. Get paid $7 an hour. Get gators thrown at you. Yeah, you may need a raise at least. Almost all these, I, I can't imagine. Do you think it's like... North Florida or South Florida? Uh, I'd probably say South Florida. <laughs> Both are just it's too crazy. Probably where they come from mostly. Mm-hmm. All right, number five. And this is, this is a good one. 
Florida man allegedly has sex with frozen Olaf toy, then a stuffed unicorn at Target. <laughs> I'm going to say true, but I really want it to not be. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was creative enough to make it up. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh, no. And to be fair, a lot of these fake ones were also pulled off the internet. My creativity whew, is not that good. Plus, <laughs> I did try a couple actually, and they wound up being true. I'm like, oh my god, how can you, how can you make this shit up? You you just think of something, and it's like probably happened in Florida. Mm -hmm. Number six, Florida man claims syringes and rectum aren't his. <sighs> false sad but true no it's gotta be uncomfortable what what i didn't read into it because i didn't really care to but it makes me think like how how did he hide syringes and why and how did they find them and the whole story is just like florida please <laughs> you embarrass me it's like they find stuff up there so often they have to check, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, was I off on my numbers? Ah, whatever. I'll just keep going. Number seven. <laughs> Florida man arrested for allegedly getting pet flamingo drunk. <laughs> uh true. It sounds like it could be true, though, right? Yeah. Who knows what you can be arrested right. for? And number eight, Florida man arrested for calling 911 after his kitten was denied entry into a strip club. After kitten was denied entry into a strip club? Is that what you said? That is what I said, yes. <laughs> uh, I want that to be true. Is that what you're Please. answering, though? Yeah. It is! He said, my pussy oh. is not welcome... And called the police. I'm so glad. <laughs> a legend. That had to have been Miami or something. I, I believe it. Number nine. I bet, oh, I bet more than half of these happened in Miami too. <laughs> you could kind of imagine. I think it'd be hard to get a gator into a Wendy's in Miami, possibly. Uh, I don't know. I, I think they can make it happen. Yeah. I guess it is close to the Everglades. Shit. Probably. <laughs> Number nine. Florida man arrested for attempting to force Mickey Mouse into arm wrestling match. Um. Because, you know, Disney World and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say false. Yeah. See, this one definitely would have got me. I'm like, somebody had to challenge Mickey. But it is false. <laughs> It just seems too possible, you know? It does, that yeah. Like something that, that just sounds like something that could have happened. And our last one. And this would be for over 50% for you, by the way. Ooh. Florida man arrested in local park for practicing karate on swans. I've heard that one. That's true. Dang. How did you hear about <laughs> that one? But you're right. That gives you a passing score. <laughs> I don't know where, I don't know when, I just remember I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, he he kicked their ass, he was good, apparently. Black belt of birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I haven't lived there in several years except for like for a couple months, but it is it is a different place. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you burning up by the way as it's come to be summer? Um it's actually been raining like nonstop for like a week now. Oh really? Yeah. Oh I, yeah, there, you guys and... are getting hit by a tropical storm or something, I heard. Yeah, there's a tropical storm on the way. Which so, I mean a as a Floridian, that's like, oh, it's gonna rain for more than fifteen minutes. I <laughs> Yeah. It was like ninety five the other day when it wasn't raining. Ugh. And then Ugh. yeah. The million percent humidity. I was it's just, just like gonna showering. say it's almost, it's almost worse when it's like a hundred percent humidity mm-hmm. and like eighty degrees than it is when it's just dry and nine drier and ninety-five. I I'm having a, a memory now. Like I, you could always tell when it was going to almost be the end of school year and stuff, because like I'd have to walk a decent way to get back home. Mm-hmm. Even from a bus stop or whatever. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna get poured on because it's three fifteen every day it rains. And that kind of thing <laughs> would just suck. Yeah, I also walked home from school. I used to keep a uh, plastic bag on me, so if it ever rained, <laughs> like a Publix bag. No, no, like a like a Ziploc bag, so that if it rained, I could just put my phone in there to make oh, sure it didn't get ruined. Oh, smart! Just, and then I just walked home and got soaked, and then I just take a shower. Yeah, <laughs> you almost need to anyway, even if it doesn't rain, just because you're all nasty. Yeah. All right, let's jump in to your speed running. You said you have kind of known for a while, but do you remember like the first time you recognized speed running as a larger thing? Yeah, I think the first the first speed run I remember, and I'm pretty sure the first one I ever saw was Games Done Quick 2014. Oh there wow, was a, yeah. It was a race between Saboom and Toto Zigum for Spyro 3 any percent. I went back and like found it because I remembered it, and I'm pretty sure that's like the first speedrun I've ever seen. Hey, shoutouts to Saboom. I, I don't know the <laughs> second name so much, but mm-hmm. he might be good. I just don't know Spyro 3 OG, I don't think, that well. I I think Toto Zigum was bigger or like was better back in the day, but I've seen his name on the leaderboards for I think all three games. Even back then, like, did you think, oh, I kind of want to do something like that? Or are you just like, oh, this is interesting? Uh, I thought more it was like interesting, and like I said, I did the thing where I just like tried. I think it was Spiral One actually. I tried to just do like Stone Hill, and I'm like, oh, I can't even get close. I'm just not gonna. Do it. <laughs> yeah, that that's fair. <laughs> Nobody, I think, is on their first run is supposed to do well. I I almost think that's a rite yeah. of passage. That that's the thing with a lot of people is you, like you don't re- a lot of people see like a world record or just someone who's really good at a speed game and think wow I can't do that right now therefore I shouldn't try yeah which is kind of just like a big misconception with speed running I think what uh I guess what would you prefer people understand from an outside I mean, perspective I mean the biggest thing would just be everyone's terrible when they start even the person who has world record. So there's no you're not like terrible just because you can't get a good time on your first attempt because no one did. Exactly. Do you now this would be out there. Uh, was your first category MBS, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Do you remember even ballpark what your first time was? I remember exactly what my first time was. It was a 54.45. Oh, that's actually not terrible. Well, you're built yeah. different. This isn't fair. <laughs> I'm feeling it's, really no, added right now. I actually feel I have like a really good um 
memory for just routes and just like layouts of things. And because I already knew Spyro really well, because like I said, it's my favorite game. So I oh, true. So it was actually pretty easy for me to remember the route. I just like watched through world record once and saw where he went and then just did my best to follow that. And I was pretty close. Oh, who was a uh, record holder at the time? Give a little bit of at, SRT history. Yeah, at the time, uh, the record was by Nost with a 36-13. Oh, dang. When I started. Yeah. And he's uh, he hasn't run in a while, but he still has recent-ish records, right? Or at least um, times. I think the last thing he ran was Spyro 3 a couple months ago. I think oh, that's okay. Last. Yeah. There might have been like six months ago now, but it was like somewhat recent. Also, just, you know, speaking of GDQ, SGDQ is going on right now. Have you caught any of that? Uh, I watched Deo's run. It was fucking wonderful, wasn't it? Yeah, he did a great job. I felt so inspired. I was like, oh, I, I want to run OG one <laughs> right now. It's just like, I don't think I've ever seen as good of like, crowd presence and that was all online too i was like what yeah. how do you it just i don't know it raised the bar for me for marathons i'm like i need to improve myself mm -hmm. and you recently had your first marathon or you have your first marathon coming up right yep my first like big thing like any significance <gasps> tell the people about it gas it up what is it <laughs> Well, I got accepted to run Spyro Reignited 120 at ESA at the end of yes. the month. Yes. Yeah. And for anybody <laughs> that maybe doesn't know, what is 120? Uh, just the completion category for Spyro 1. Like, you get 100% and it unlocks the bonus level, and when you beat that, you have 120. That is That is so sweet to me. Like, the fact that, I don't know, you pretty much, or you have, taken the major categories for 1 is sick. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't just have one that's like, okay, this is kind of what I do. You're like, I own Spyro 1. <laughs> I mean, NBS has always been my main category, and it's always been my favorite, but 120 is, like, right there. It's, like, almost the mm -hmm. same. So I love I love Spyro 1 and just both runs. They're really fun to me. How long? Because in my fresh-ish opinion, it seemed like you moved very quickly. How long were you really running 120 before you were even top three and then eventually? <laughs> eventually to get world record now excuse me do you mean back when i started or now i guess the the recency because bobby held it for a while didn't he yeah so i'm not really sure how long but i think bobby and green went back and forth for a while after i left mm -hmm. and i think it was just them who had like nbs and 120 for the most part there might have been like someone who jumped in and got record for a little bit but i'm pretty sure it was like majority them vast majority of the time and when i came back bobby had record in both nbs and 120 and i think he had a 32 35 in nbs and a 113 40 in 120 for perspective and, what is it now uh nbs is 3106 and 120 is 11104 yeah but there, the context with those, some of those records is NBS has received a huge reroute and 120 had, in that time, has discovered keyboard mouse strats. Like, when he got the 113, they were like, 
just figured out like they were just like discovered to have been a thing and i mm-hmm. think one little strat was added but then after that that's when uh all the routing was done with them that changed so much of the run it's and that's what it's so not minor it. yeah it's major how much is it like save now i've only tried you know the mbs stuff and it's Mm -hmm. insane actually it's not easy because it's using the game (laughs) sensitivity mixed with like your own mouse dpi and trying to be consistent with it because you also you need to turn fast that's why you're using the mouse so like exactly you're nuts your consistency with it i have nothing (laughs) but praise for you (laughs) thank you and i guess uh just since you know you you started for a while, you said you took a break. How how long was that for, and why? Um, I stopped running. It was about February, end of February in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And then I came back and started running in November of twenty twenty. So it was about eight nine months. Uh, and, why did you take the break? Um, well, there's a there were like a couple reasons. One of them is just I tend to play games i go like really hard on a single game for a while and then i burn out and switch to another game Mm -hmm. and that kind of happened and i also had nbs and 120 world record at the time oh okay so i wasn't interested in running spyro two or three that much so it was kind of like i didn't have interest in improving my records and i didn't have interest in running two or three so i just kind of found a new game and played that and then uh, that's interesting to see in hindsight mm -hmm. of course yeah Mm-hmm. Cause you wound up picking up uh, a little bit of two, and you went pretty hard in three. Yeah. What uh? What ended up changing your mind on that? Uh, um, I don't really know to be honest. I did try Spyro three back what before I like quit for the first time, and I had like a really bad time in that. It's like it was like seven minutes off of what world record was then, and it's like almost fifteen off of what world record is now. So it was like a pretty bad time. I think it was last place even when I submitted it. Oof. But but um I don't really know what changed. I think it was just more interest. Well, part actually part of it would have been because I helped reroute some of the stuff in 3NE. So it was kind of like oh, did I you? wanted Yeah. So I kind of wanted to show off like the route that I had created mm-hmm. like to other people. So I started doing some runs to get like something decent-ish that could just show off what it could do i've always found it really interesting the people that wind up thinking of these reroutes like logic just did for two uh nls which i think it's it's just it's interesting because to me i feel like i've always played catch up do you just what goes through your mindset like you thinking you know what i think it'd be faster just from game knowledge or you're just like this seems slow what um it kind of depends on what rerouting you're talking about because I also reroute. I was. I know. I said before that NBS got a major reroute, and that was all me. <laughs> and then 120 had a lot of keyboard mouse rerouting, and like half of that was me, and half of that was lack, lackluster. Mm-hmm. And um, there's kind of there's like different kinds of rerouting for like Spyro. I'm sure there's different things for like other games, but for Spyro, because you know you have to like collect gems as well as get through the levels fast. Yeah. And collect uh, like you know your secondary objectives, whether it's dragons, orbs, or eggs, depending on which game it is. So there's never just like, is it faster to get from point A to point B? It's like, how much do I get along the way? So there's like two aspects of routing. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
yeah so like when i was rerouting nbs there was a lot of like how fast can i get from point a to point b but also pick up enough stuff that it's worth it like you know you have the time if cutting this corner is cuts this much time and then is it worth how many gems you're missing out it seems like it'd be hard to theoretically time estimate as well it can be in some places a lot of time it's just you know you do the you do your uh, run of the level with one idea and then one Mm -hmm. run with the other and see what kind of times you get i guess my thought is because like you're saying your total gem count tends to affect different things so it'd be a lot of i i imagine pretty much beating your head and hoping you get perfect actually routing so you can theory craft these routes so it actually it actually wasn't that hard for oh no. me because for nbs um the main collectibles are gems and dragons and you also need dragon eggs but those aren't you know you don't very go out of your way for those that much mm-hmm. so there's only 58 dragons by the time you need 50. So there's not a lot of options, really, for that. You know, there's not that many dragons you can gut. And almost all of the ones we do cut are, you know, are very early in the game where the gems are really not valuable. So there's, like, I think only, like, three dragons we cut after artisans that we don't do. So, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of it was just what are the gems in between dragons that are worth getting? And then every once in a while is like this separate, like a route that you could do to get some more gems instead, whether it was worth it or not. Well, still, I mean, congrats to you on figuring that kind of stuff out because somebody has to do it. And I think a lot of people tend to be, let me copy what number one is doing. At at least Mm -hmm. yours truly. I, that's me. I'm playing catch up. mm Mm-hmm. That was the thing is back when I was rerouting MBS, that was the strength that I had over Bobby at the time because his movement was so far and above like what I was capable of that I felt like my only chance was if I created some new routing to to make up the difference. Now I'm curious, and this might be a, a bit of a derivative, but are you competitive in nature? Like, is that kind of what's fueled you to push these categories? Um... Yes and no. I mean, obviously, anyone who's speedrunning wants to see their times rise up the leaderboard and get better. But I also just like playing the game, and I enjoy running it, even when I'm not on the best runs. Of course. Mm-hmm. And I guess I would say, yeah, I'm competitive, because I don't really have the drive, once I have a record, to keep going like some people do. Right. That makes sense. So, mm-hmm. So I, I guess I guess I could say that the competition, getting the first place, is kind of what drives me. Did you foresee yourself being where you are now, back when you started? Um, no, not at all. In terms of my placing and in like my streaming, neither I didn't think either of them would be anywhere near where they are. It's uh it's kind of crazy. Like, have you, I guess, noticed any difference in how other? speed runners tend to notice you ever since Um, you got records not really i don't think i've when i first was running back like when i first got records in like late 2019 early 2020 uh the community was pretty small and there weren't very many people that were active Mm -hmm. and i so i pretty much knew everyone and they like knew me before i had the records yeah so, you know, you don't really go to your friends like, wow, you're so cool. You have record now. Like, <laughs> True. <laughs> you, already know, you already know them. And you then it kind of the too, same... I can gas you up if you want. Yeah, sure. 
All right, you're well, cute, and you got time. mad records. What a what a G. Thank you. And and then the same thing kind of happened again when I came back. Where like people had known of me because they had seen that I had good times on the leaderboard, even if they hadn't known that they were world records at some point. So they've seen my name, and then I kind of became friends with people as I got back into the game and grinding 120. So a lot, so like pretty much everyone already knew me by the time I was capable of getting record and then did. That's awesome, yeah. Plus, everybody gets to see that that glow up the, the storyline. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm kind of scared to ask, but something just similar to why you took a break in the first place, you're kind of hitting that stretch now where you have the records and the things you like to run. Do you foresee yourself moving to another game or maybe taking another break from running? Uh, yes and no. I my It's been my plan for a while because, like I said, I play one game usually for a long... Like, I, I put a lot of time into one game and then I kind of burn out from it and go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of been my plan to try and avoid that with SRT. So that's why I like the last month i've been kind of slowing down with it yeah and um there's also the fact that like there's so many cool people are in, in the community now that are keeping me here so that that's definitely a reason for me to stay but um yeah so i'm gonna start running other games and just playing other games casually and i have been for like the last month and not just putting every second i have into srt does it i definitely oh. Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, I'm definitely still going to be grinding stuff, and I definitely want to keep running it, but I just don't want to put every day into like a six-hour grind because that's what will make me like burn out and not play for again for like a year. Oh, for sure. If I keep doing that. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't play my, my first speed game for several months, and I'm stupid for going back to it, but also there's just <laughs> something about it that's just like crack. I can't help it. Yeah. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, submitting to marathons, things like that, gives you a newfound appreciation potentially as well. Mm -hmm. Mine is definitely not an ESA, but I'll be <laughs> doing uh, FTLG on the 16th. Nice. Which actually super, I just found out today, I, they did a schedule change, and I'll be a couple hours after Ryan Ford and Dale Man, who are people that have like, oh, wow, I've known about their names for a long time. I've been watching yeah. them for a while, so... To me, who's mm -hmm. I'm not the best speedrunner ever, but to be in the same ballpark, I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is this yeah. is neat. Yeah, that would be really cool for you. I kind of feel the same way about ESA now, where I don't think it's really hit me yet, but mm -hmm. like I said, I've been watching speedruns of like ESA and GDQs since like 2014. So it's like, I know people who have been in those events mm -hmm. aren't like, aren't better than me but i kind of put them up on like that, yeah that yeah pedestal. it's just different you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's like oh wow this person has had their run at a gdq that's really cool and they seem like a really popular person i guess so it's it, it'll, it's a weird feeling that someone might look at my run at esa when after it happens like that and be like wow this person's really cool like that did you apply for sgdq i did i didn't get in yeah i mean it's should even have Deo in was a surprise. PlayStation just yeah. tends to get ignored a little bit. Yeah. Is what it is. I forget who it was, but somebody showed me like a graph after the games list got released. Mm -hmm. And it was like it was like 
60 percent nintendo games or something like that yeah that there's, works there's only two speed games mario and other nintendo yeah <laughs> which is whatever it people love mario games mm-hmm. and they're just super popular but yeah. the real ones no real ones no it's also unfortunate for i mean not for the people that made it in but for me and people now that want to get in that mm-hmm. uh you know usually when gdq features games they like to let them sit for a while before they accept them again yeah and every every all three spyro games from reignited have been featured at gdq now oh have they i didn't know that yeah um yeah i think it was or chris ran nbs in 2019 fresh gdq and then i think zick ran both two and three for gdq i know he ran two i can't remember if he ran three or, or somebody else oh that's cool i mean at least there was representation yeah who knows though i mean having mm-hmm. og this year could mean that the next in-person event might have srt you never know we can only hope mm-hmm. would you actually you know just thinking about this would you go to an in-person event um if i had the opportunity to i'd definitely do it yeah it's hard you know uh with full-time job and not having a ton of money so I'd have to like you know be able to plan a vacation and then fly out to wherever it is. But if I had the chance, I would definitely take it. I think uh, some of them are in Orlando, so it's not too terribly far for for you. Oh uh, yeah, if it was in Orlando, I could drive. That'd work mm-hmm. for me. I I still want to once in person show up again, even if I'm not mm-hmm. in it or anything. I just hear it's a wonderful time. Plus, you get mm-hmm. to see people as real people, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. There's a ton of people from the community that I would love to meet in person one day. Oh, for sure. I'm sure, even just in the SRT community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely, I had to ask about this. You do something very different on your stream, which I think people really like, actually, is you have the podcast. Mm-hmm. Obviously not this <laughs> podcast, but... So <laughs> what is podcast. the podcast... <laughs> It's not a podcast. It's, um, I, when I started streaming and then when I came back for a while, I, you know, like everyone else, just like kind of streamed like on my own. And then a couple times, Randy, Bo Bandy, if you don't know, um, he just was like, Hey, you want to talk? And then we started becoming friends. And then I just started having him on like in discourse while I was running. And then he just made a joke that, like, I forget exactly what the joke was because it was a long time ago now. But he he just made a joke that it's like we're starting a podcast together. <laughs> and then I and I just named our VC podcast, and now it's just a joke because we have like five, six, sometimes like a more people in my VC while I'm doing runs. So it's just the podcast, and everyone's there talking while I'm, while we're doing runs. It's it's insane to me actually, like that you're able to keep your focus, talk to chat. And keep the podcast going while all while running at a high level. I'm just like, I don't know how you do it. I <laughs> I actually I struggle with streaming and talking to multiple people. It's just like it it's too much sensory overload or I feel like I'm ignoring somebody. <laughs> uh I don't know, it kinda helps. I I guess I am better than average at that, I would say. And it also helps that I'm not insanely popular, so my chat never moves that fast. You guys are I mean, I've I went in and for a while, especially before I moved, uh, 
I was in there almost every day. You guys are so welcoming. It's such a homey <laughs> place to be. Oh yeah, I I love just talking to people. Anyone who wants to talk about the game, I'm happy to talk with. I don't even have like, or I just like even if someone wanted to join the BC and I barely know who you are, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. I'll talk to anyone. Oh, now sadly, man, I I, I always want the best. It come about one a.m. It turns into sad boy club, and oh, I just want all the homies <laughs> to be happy, of course. <laughs> which is something to be said again to everybody being super chill with everyone it's like hey you know what that's alright I hope you feel better mm-hmm. it just happens sometimes now, how long have you been streaming were you, were you doing casual streams before you did SRT speedruns no I started streaming I think like two weeks after I started running SRT oh were you doing local so, recordings before? Yeah, so I start. I started with local recordings, and then one day I was just, I was just thinking, like, well, why don't I stream and just see what happens? And then I had like one person stop on my stream the whole time, but I had fun just talking while I did it, and then I just kept doing. Yeah. It. Did you? Uh, I guess did you know anybody in real life or anything? Anyone, a friend of yours that did streaming that kind of gave you that push, or were you just like, yeah, other people do it. I guess I'll try it. Yeah, the second. I don't I don't know anyone who streams. I mean, I know people who have streamed. I have a friend who've streamed like once or twice, but I don't know anyone who's like streams on a regular basis or yeah, has got any popularity from it really. It's a weird idea for sure. Mhm. I uh I knew somebody that was just a a friend of mine and he was doing BK runs and I was like, "Oh, this seems really kind of terrifying but kind of neat and the ones in lockdown and it's actually because of that that i was like you know what let me give it a shot ruin my <laughs> life now i i ignore everybody in my real life so i can do streams <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just saw other people who ran the game and i was like oh it'd be cool to have people to talk to about the game in my chat while i'm running the game oh yeah for so sure that yes that's why i started oh actually do you remember the first person who came in was it randy like the first person no. that you recognize from the leaderboard that was like, oh, hey, I know you. You play this game pretty well. No, it wasn't Randy. Randy wasn't running when I started. Oh. Um, yeah, and I don't remember. There were a couple of people who I remembered that like welcomed me when I came back, and I forget who they were, unfortunately. I think there were a couple of names that I re- recognized, but when I originally started, the first person I ever talked to and like was in my chat, and even my first follower, mm-hmm. his name was Rain Starlight. And he was also an MBS runner. Okay. And Me, I don't remember not exactly. Sure of that name. I might be checking the leaderboard right now. He, uh, he hasn't run in a long time. And, oh, he's, and, okay. his run, and his time isn't good anymore. But um, yeah, he was when I like when the leaderboard only had like five, six people on it. He was one of them with me. Dang, it was really it was that small. Yeah, if you go back. Like I said, it was, um, you know, there was the console leaderboard that had like 100 people on it or something. Yeah. Whatever it was. But a couple months after it came out on PC, it was had like five people running NBS. Oh, that's uh, that's surprising, actually. Mm-hmm. It's weird to me to think because like the HD games for sure, they're not as big, but you'd almost think they could be because the OGs were very popular and this is just yeah. much more accessible. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know something yeah. about 
I think a lot of people who get into reignited, I'm not sure, probably for NSD too, but I don't know. But a lot of people get into reignited are people who um remember the old games and want to speed run something and they're like, well, let me pick up this version that's on my PC. I can just yeah, try that easy. Exactly. Much easier. Mm-hmm. And I think SRT is an easier game to get into than OG. Oh, for generally. sure. Now you have gone back and I I mean obviously I've watched you do a few OG runs. How would you mm-hmm. say they compare? Uh they are like completely different. I can't speak for two and three because I haven't run those OG. Mm-hmm. But for Spiral One, it's like playing a completely different game when you're speedrunning both of them. Is there anything you like better about OG versus SRT and vice versa? Uh, I like both of them. Just like they feel so different. Mm-hmm. It's it literally just feels like you're running two different games, even though they are you know the same levels, the same layouts. You're still doing um, you're still to have the same goal of you know getting all the dragons and the gems, charging around, killing enemies, flaming things. But they just feel so different overall. There's like there's cool stuff about go- both games. I really like the um. Like just just how Spyro feels in the original, like the weighty feel is really cool sometimes. Yeah, feels much like stiffer. That and... boat, and you have to do like the flip turnarounds. Mm-hmm. I think is really interesting movement. Uh it's also cool uh, speed tech, like flame charging. You mm-hmm. know, that's not in SRT. If only, and I think could that... you imagine? Yeah, I don't think it would make that much of a difference, but it'd still be cool to have. But and then SRT has a lot of cool things too, like also the way. Spyro is a lot snappier in the way he controls. Yes. So like, so like you have to be really good at like getting really tight angles when you like make turns because you know in OG you can just kind of like you know he moves really slow so you can just pretty easily line up where you're turning. Mm-hmm. Whereas in SRT you just have to snap straight to where you need to go. I I think personally for me I like that aspect, but I could mm-hmm. also see why people might not. Hmm. Ob- obviously, I prefer SRT because I I run it way more. Yeah. But I like true. Both. I think they're both fun. Uh, what about... So what is potential future speed games? Do you have anything on your radar right now? I do have a list of games that I want to oh, run. Oh, really? A whole list? Yeah, I have multiple. I'm not sure like how far I want to get into each one or how seriously I want to take them, but mm-hmm. there are games I definitely want to try. Uh, there's the one that I've been running the last, like I ran yesterday and I, we told you about cow, the kangaroo, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like an old PS2 game that's available on steam. And that was, we did the blind race on Saturday and it was really fun. So I did another run and I want to learn some like speed tech and tricks for it. Definitely. Everybody should check it out. It's only $2 and the game, it's a collectathon 3d platformer and it looks sick. So I yeah. downloaded it just because I was watching it. It's a a dollar fifty nine on Steam. It's Perfect, super cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really fun. There's also a couple games. Um, I did. Um, I ran Ori and the Will of the Wisps a hundred percent. Oh, it did you? Like, yeah, for like a week, and my time was really bad. And there's been a lot of stuff discovered since then. So I want to go back and like kind of take it seriously and maybe get a good time in that. Even though it's like a dead category and no one runs it. Yeah, the I game itself looks fun. sick, but yeah. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of people putting in work on it. Yeah, I don't think any pers- I don't think the game for speedrunning is very popular and I don't think it's nearly as popular as the original game. Mm-hmm. And 100% has like a couple runs for like a year ago, so it's pretty much dead. But it, um, I think it'd be fun to go back and like route even though nobody runs it. Yeah, you could. 
there's also I want to go back to OG Spyro and get a better time get better times for Spyro one, and I do want to run Spyro two at some point. I'm not OG? sure about Spyro. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, um, what category there's... looks sick to you? I guess. 120 for Spyro one mm-hmm. is where I'm really interested in OG, which is weird because NBS is you know like the any is the same as any percent for OG, and NBS is what I like. It was my favorite for reignited. So you'd think I'd like any percent. More, that's but... yeah, that's definitely where my brain was leaning. But I guess any has a lot of. I'm not gonna say jank, but weirdness to it for sure. There's some stuff we yeah, all love. Especially... Dorito, of course. <laughs> Dorito the rat. And even if you don't go for that, there's still like yeah, I don't know. There's something about 120 in the original game is draws me to it. I think you definitely you stay moving, which. At mm-hmm. least for me, I like that in a game. Yeah. A lot of downtime is just, ugh. Now, on the opposite yeah. end of that, are there any games that you don't really want to run, but you think are fascinating to watch? Um, yeah, funny enough, I watch a good amount of Pokemon speedrunning. Do you really? This yeah. is news to me, actually. I didn't know that. Uh, I don't really talk about it. No one's ever really asked, but... um. I watch a lot of like marathon runs of Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. And Do you have any favorites? Any favorite uh, runners? Um, I like watching Worcester, Kizuron, uh, Etiquette, a couple names that I really like. Okay. Any generations yeah, really... stick out to you more or just all of them? Um, I think like generation four and five look co- really cool. So, like, in particular, like Heart Gold, Soul Silver, mm-hmm. and Black and White 2 look really cool. I've listened to and, and talked to a couple people that have run Pokemon and cause it's, mm-hmm. it seems very different from like any of the games that I would run. Cause I, I like to monkey a bunch of buttons and yeah. Pokemon seems like there's a lot in your setup game. So then it comes down to RNG and a bit of manipulation and stuff. What's uh, yeah. I guess what's the appeal to watch? I really, it? I really don't know. Like I guess seeing all the route, like the stuff, you know, there's like the kind of games where people say like the fun is in routing it and not actually running it. I've heard this. Yeah. So Pokemon is kind of one of those games from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. So it's fun watching people do like the marathon runs that like show off the route. But then I never really watch like any of their streams of them like grinding the game. I just watch, you know, like the showcases of it. So it's cool to see what they're what they've thought of and how to of how to get through the game fast. But actually like running it for myself doesn't seem that interesting. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting way to put it. There's also the fact that um, getting like a DS capture card would be oh, expensive. Oh, yeah, that shit's impossible <laughs> and crazy expensive. Yeah, and another thing, especially with the Gen Four and Five, is like all those games rely on like really complex R like RNG manipulation at the start. So it's like to even get into the run, you have to get like a pretty good understanding of the game and be pretty good at it. So. Not really that interested in doing it myself, but I I love yeah. watching them for some reason. Big respect to the ones that do. It's uh, it seems decently popular too. Yeah. Which is it's weird because it's it's I think a lot of people are in the same boat as me because they're really popular like to watch. A lot of the records have like a lot of views and stuff. Yeah. But I went to the leaderboard somewhat recently, and like the DS games have like twenty runs on them. Is some that of them. really it? Oh, I would yeah, have expected like, a couple hundred. Yeah. I know, me too. Even if I you guess, just like, do emu, but I heard yeah. emu sucks, so. There is a separate leaderboard for emulator. Oh, was, is it um, separated? 
Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I guess just I guess just like you know having to get a capture card for your DS is just like a high barrier to entry for those games. Very true. That kind of stuff definitely sucks. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as your your life goes, do you have any other major hobbies besides running and streaming? Yeah, my other major hobby would be music. Stuff. Music? Yeah. <gasps> what? What? Do yeah. You, uh, like, do you play instruments or you just go to music shows and stuff? Uh, I play a lot of instruments. My main, my first instrument and my what I call my main instrument is actually the drums. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I also play guitar, piano, uh, bass, a little bit of like ukulele. Holy shit! You're a little baby prodigy. <laughs> I'm not that great at any of them, but I like it. I mean, I it's really fun. If you can do the the basic stuff, you you're much more educated than a lot of people as far as <laughs> playing goes. Yeah. What uh? Would you pick up first and? Why? And why'd you jump to other things? I'm just curious now. I, I didn't know any of this either. <laughs> um, when I was like 11, I think I was, my dad just at, on a whim bought a drum kit. And um, I ended up like just really liking it and learning how to play kind of deep. Like I taught myself and just kind of played decently. I mean, I was like 11, so it wasn't great, but I learned and I thought it was fun. And then... And then, like, when he had to move, like, a couple years later, we couldn't take the drum kit with us, so I didn't have any thing oh, to play. Oh, no. Unfortunately. And it was actually, like, really recently, like, a month or two ago that I just bought an electric kit for my room, so now I can play again. Oh, nice. And yeah. without necessarily waking up everybody is pretty sick. Uh, it's still too loud to play, like, in the middle of the night. Oh, but is yeah, it? it's a lot. Oh. Yeah, because you're still, like, smacking plastic and rubber with your true, drumsticks. True, true, true. It's still a lot more convenient to, to be able to play during the day, though. It's not as loud. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had, um, we, you know, like a lot of people just have like random junk keyboards that have been like either they were bought a while ago or somebody passed down to them. So I kind of had one of those. So I started learning piano on that. And then in my first year of high school, I forget why, but we traded um, a friend. My stepdad traded a geode for his like electric guitar, and it was like a used cheap oh, one. Okay, <laughs> I don't know why we made that trade. But I just, <laughs> yeah, I why not? <laughs> I just that's how I started learning to play guitar. I got that guitar. I think at some point, just... almost everyone wants to learn guitar. It's just yeah. very cool. Mm-hmm. And then. After a while, and I had been, and I'd learned to play a decent amount. I invested my own money in some like nicer instruments, and that's what oh, I have nice. now. Yeah. Did uh, did you actually find the crossover from like piano to guitar helpful? Um, because I hear for some people it's tremendous, and others are like, no, not really. Uh, kind of. It's like I can see the crossover more now that I know what I'm doing than I mm-hmm. would have when I started. So. I'm sure like it helped me make connections at some point, but I can't it wasn't like a major thing, like oh it made it easy to get in, like free to get in the guitar or anything. For sure. Were you in band in high school or anything? Or are you in a band as an adult? I'm not in a band now, but when I was in high school or in middle school and high school in seventh grade, I went to a Christian school, a like a private school. Oh really? From yeah, from seventh to twelfth grade and Did it mess you up? My, <laughs> didn't mess me up <laughs> oh good good just just making sure <laughs> it 
And from ninth to twelfth grade, I was in the school's chapel band as the drummer and bassist. So hmm. we had so like every week we'd play for the school's chapel in the morning. I'd bet that that'd be kind of cool. It was cool. It was fun. Are you like making, producing any music at home? Have a band camp you want to share? Anything like that? No, I've tried before, but I'm just not creative enough. I don't think to yeah. make stuff. Oh, it's it's hard as shit. I I couldn't it do is. it. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't understand. It's funny. A lot of people are like, "Well, you know how to play the instruments. Why don't you just make music?" And it's not at just all. Just make like music, that. lol. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, like playing playing something somebody else made and creating mm-hmm. your own music is not at all the same, and it's a lot. It's two completely different skill sets. So. I'd love to be able to make music, but and I think I might be able to do something if I put in more time and effort, but I haven't. Yeah, it's just one of those those things. I've always said kind of said the same thing about music cuz like twice in my life now, I mostly as a kid and then a little bit older as a teenager, I was like I want to learn how to do musical things and I end up learning how to read uh like sheet music and I could play a little bit, understood some basic theory. And I've mm-hmm. dropped it both times. And I, I have no muscle memory on how to even play guitar a little bit now. Like, forget mm-hmm. about it. So I'm like, eh, eh, maybe one day. And I'm yeah. not getting any younger. So it might just not be in yeah. my cards. I'll just get ah. mediocre speed times and call it a day. <laughs> I mean, what I do is I never had lessons or anything. I'm all self-taught for everything I know. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't, I'm probably like way worse compared to like other people who have been playing as long as I have, because I've picked up the guitar, it would have been like seven, eight years ago now. And then the piano and bass a little bit before that, and drums, it's been like 10 years. But a combination of like not having instruments in that time yeah. to play on. And also it's like kind of what I do is I don't ever like practice. I just like hear a song that I want to play and then I'll pick up the instrument or like an instrument and just try and play it. Oh. And then if it's wait. If it's way too hard, I give up. And if it's a little bit hard, then maybe I'll put in the time to learn it. But if I never you're okay really sharing. What's the last thing you you learned? If you happen to remember, uh, the last thing I learned was a song called "Untitled" by Eden on guitar. Ooh, is it really like that slow and pretty, or yeah, slower, prettier kind nice. of song? Now let's yeah, give. I... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, yeah, like, I just, you know, look up a uh, tab, just sit down and try and learn it. And it was not that hard. So I just picked it up and now I know how to play it. It definitely, it seems like a cool hobby. A lot of people find it very therapeutic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fun to be able to sit down for like an hour and just jam out for whatever, whatever you want, you know. I do want to take a moment to kind of give proper shout outs to the community and everything who's uh some some of your favorite speedrunners both in spyro and out of spyro that you think deserve some recognition oh there's so many people uh i wish you had told me before because i wish i would have made like a list oh oh it's okay <laughs> just like two or three it's no yeah. big deal um cameron cameron vengeance is like one of the first people who I talked to when I was running originally, because he also ran 120, like back when I started, or actually started. And 
I thought it was really cool that someone with like a huge Twitch presence was talking to me and thought I was like <laughs> the game. I was I was a little star like starstruck back then. <laughs> and then even now we both kind of came back at the same time, which was funny. And we were, we started talking to each other like right when we did. So he's been a really good friend. Uh, Randy Bobandy. Uh, also started we started talking at, like the same time when he came back. Um, two chains I've been talking to since I came back, and he's also NBS runner. He's really good at the game. One of my best friends. Been a couple other. I wish I could just like name everyone that I've talked to because they're all really cool people and great. For sure. And I most people know they hang out with you. Everybody knows that you give them the love and attention. Yeah. I think it's it's really cool to see a lot of these race things kind of picking up. And Logic's mm-hmm. done a really good job with that too. Yeah. Are you uh are you planning on doing any races like that or are people too scared to race you at this point how how does that work at a top level uh, I, don't, I don't think that's what you mean like racing just in general or you mean racing for his event thing that we're doing uh now? you know for spyro thons and the sprash racing all the there's a bunch of stuff now mm-hmm. well i'm definitely gonna be applying for Spyrothon when it when the submissions open because that's coming up in the next two months or so nice the date was finalized during the last, like, the miscellaneous showcase from the other week. So I'm definitely going to try and get in there. And then I did do a ra- the relay for the first ever, uh, the Spyro race, like, the Sprash racing thing. We do did, you like, like this the kind of stuff, race. or is it just like, yeah, I don't mind? Um, I like it, and I hate it, because I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, because I really enjoy streaming, and just like you know talking to people but i am really like stage shy or like you know i what's it called do you perform like, well uh, under pressure uh usually oh well then... there, <laughs> there are sometimes like i was just saying the uh we did a 337 relay for like the first event mm-hmm. of the spread and that went horrible for me that was like <laughs> really bad <laughs> It's always fun like, to think that you're you're trying to compare to your best, but in a resetless setting, like it's there's more pressure. It's it's kind of hard to expect. Like even even for that, it was really bad. Like I game I game over. It went worse than like any practice oh, run. I've been, I've been practicing for like a week before. It was part partially unfortunate timing because Logic started talking about it and started organizing it like a little bit after mm-hmm. I started running OG one twenty. Oh no, get a little bit of mess up in your muscle <laughs> memories, even just slightly. Yeah. So I hadn't been playing Reignited and I had been playing OG, which had like not helped. So I had like a week to practice, but it just didn't go well. Actually, especially because you mentioned him. Sorry. Uh just if he happens to listen, I want to give Cam big shouts. He he kind of still hyped me up in my last race and I played like dog shit. <laughs> it was so bad. But yeah, you know, he still was like, Oh, let's go. I'm like, oh, that's a homie right there. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of like the commentary side though, I did also do commentary for the 117 part of that relay. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I that was my first and only time doing any kind of commentary, and I thought that was pretty fun. Do you uh want to do it more? I yeah, I think I'd like to. That's someone more. that uh, you definitely you have the the knowledge for sure, and I think people yeah, that's like your voice and your your knowledge on the subject. I yeah, that's the happening. thing. Yeah, I'm. That's another reason I'm really excited for ESA because it'll be the first event I do where I'm going to be commentating for myself. 
So I'll be able to actually explain in detail the things I want to and talk about the game that I'm playing. I yeah. think that'll be really fun. Oh, are you uh are you not having a co-commentator for ESA? Uh Randy's gonna do it with me, but I'm still gonna be doing a lot of the talking myself. Mm-hmm. So it'll be really fun to just, you know, have a say in what's being discussed. It is uh it is interesting to see these online marathons. People are definitely able to more essentially commentate their own runs which I think mm-hmm. seems very hard to do at an end person just because there's so much other influence. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. I think it'll be a lot. I think I'll be a lot more comfortable on the online event than I would have been at an in-person event. For sure. Just, you know, you're, you're in your usual setup. You're not in front of a crowd. You're on your own computer playing the game just like you usually do. And, it, and, like, and by ESA rules, you're not allowed to have chat or anything open. So it'll literally just be like I'm doing a, a Oh, that's a rule? Offline. You're not allowed to have chat? Yeah. Oh, I, I would so have chat open. I think that seems too <laughs> motivating. I would lie. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Unless I'll... they're ever thinking about accepting me, I would follow your rules 100%. I mean, I'm definitely going to go back and look at it after, but mm-hmm. yeah. So I think it'll be really fun. I'm, def- I'm going to be doing some practice commentary with Randy before so that we have an idea what we're going to talk about. Now, do you... Uh... Do you see yourself wanting to push streaming at all, or is it just kind of something you do right now, just for speedrun purposes? Um, I, I mean, I obviously like it'd be a dream if I could just have like make a living off of streaming, right? But I don't, which is still, I don't really, yeah, see, quite out there. Yeah, I don't see that ever happening. But I also never saw me getting anywhere near where I am now. So maybe very true, very true. Mm-hmm. Partner um, soon. <laughs> I'm nowhere near it, but it'd be really cool. Yeah. It's uh yeah. It's like, that seems something very no one ever mm-hmm. thinks they're going to be there until they are. So yeah. I mean shit, you put the time into SRT for sure. Yeah. I mean, the thing is with my stream is I almost see it as like an extension of just like a Discord where like the people in my chat are also people I'm talking to in like a VC a lot of the time. Yeah, that is, really, that's very true. Doesn't even really feel like I'm streaming a lot of the time. Which I think is which is kind of how I want it to be. I like just talking to people. That I think it's fun. Perfectly encapsulate the vibe, actually. Yeah. I, I didn't <laughs> even think of that into words, but <laughs> it's almost like you're you're just typing in the Discord. True. Hmm. Yeah. That's why it's so homey. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think that's just it's just like the vibe that I like in when I'm watching streams, you know, like I don't watch a lot of bigger streamers. Mm-hmm. I'm usually only hang out in channels with like lower viewer accounts, just like someone who I can talk to. Yeah, for sure. So I think it's fun that I can do the same when I'm the one that's streaming. That's what I try and have it feel like. Now, if you're at home, you're just chilling. Do you have Twitch open or do you have like Netflix, YouTube open? What you watching? Uh, I never have Netflix. I don't really watch TV or movies at all. But um, I do have Twitch and I, I do have YouTube open a lot, almost all the time. Yeah, I've I've definitely noticed myself more leaning that way. I, I don't think I've intentionally put on Netflix by myself in ever. Maybe <laughs> to go to sleep. But even then, mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, you know, just pop on something. Somebody mm-hmm. say hey. Yeah, it's also nice because nowadays there's a lot more people streaming srt oh yeah true so there's usually like at least one person doing something like speedrunning related to srt so it's nice that i can 
most of the time open Twitch and join a stream and have someone running the game. Now, since I know anyway that you haven't ever really had drinks, uh, <laughs> if there ever is an in-person meetup, would you have a drink with me? Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, like, dude. I'm not opposed to drinking. I just never, I'm not going to go out of my way to do it. And there's never been. I take a, your like family a, isn't uh, drinkers then? Not at all, really. Yeah, that, like that makes friend, sense. My, I'm the oldest sibling and I'm the only one that can uh, legally drink. So. Okay. So my brothers don't drink at all. And then my uh, parents might like have a small bit of alcohol every once in a great while, but that's about it. Good. It's healthier for you. Don't do it. Doing alcohol is <laughs> bad, kids. Yeah. I got nothing against it. It's just I'm not really the kind of person that's going to just drink on a random night just to get drunk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I definitely would love to do, like, if we did, like, a bash race and everyone was oh, drunk. No. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Well, the two I go hand in hand. I much. actually, I don't think you can, <laughs> you're not legally allowed to play bash sober. <laughs> Unless yeah. you're pushing for like record times, maybe I'll allow it. <laughs> oh, rest in peace. Actually, it's it's so funny. Uh, Hammer just sent me a message the other day. He's like, "So you know when uh, you accidentally spilled on your keyboard? How do you <laughs> fix it?" I'm like, oh no! <laughs> the first and only time I've run Bash, I accidentally yeah spilled like a quarter of a white claw on my number pad, and that. I ruined a couple that, of keys. Yeah. It, it was not good. It's still not perfect, but it's not terrible. And he killed his keyboard the other day. Rest oh, in no. peace. That's unfortunate. Uh, so yeah, hopefully eventually when you do, you don't kill a keyboard, but you could join the club. It'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably due for a new keyboard. I've had this one for like six years or something. Then it, you must sacrifice it. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> just celebratory pour one out on mm -hmm. the keyboard at the end of the stream went out for my homies the fallen <laughs> number keys yep now on the the mental side of things do you ever now feel anxious going live or anything or is there any thing about just running in general that kind of makes it a struggle no, no I always not enjoy at all for you no well, that's cool I never I never hesitate to just hit the live button. Like if I'm, if I'm planning on running the game, I just go live and, go, like I said, I just kind of feel like it's the same as talking to VC with everyone. So, yeah, kind of just probably a way healthier mindset for sure. <laughs> you have any like pre-running rituals? Do you do warm-ups offline or anything like that? Almost never. Oh, sweet! I literally will just you know get off work and i'll be like yeah i'm ready to run the game now or it'll be like after dinner so i come in here and then i just open the game open stream lab start stream well sick dude that's uh that's about all i have for you then do you have anything you'd like to plug tell the people about where can they find you uh twitch.tv slash toasted cat with a k and you're not uh, really a tweeter are you i have a twitter i've never used it <laughs> perfect perfect <laughs> Yeah, like Twitch and is the only thing I use, and then I guess like my Discord. But I'm not gonna plug my Discord. Right, we don't we don't want randoms. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, besides that, ESA run is July 25th at almost. It's like 11:20 EST PM. Okay, so, perfect. We're all degenerates yeah. anyway, so ex exactly. <laughs> 
better than in the morning, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And this should be premiered on the 10th, so that gives people almost two weeks to prepare themselves. <laughs> be there, or be square. Yep. And your name is on the screen. I'll put it in description. Twitch.tv slash ToastedCat. You've been an awesome guest. Thank you for doing this. And sorry, our, my scheduling was fucking terrible <laughs> with you. No, thank you for having me. Uh, my scheduling was also terrible. Just a bad weekend for both of us that were trying to plan it. I definitely, I, I kind of told myself, I was like, all right, I, I need to step out of my element a little bit. No more Crash or Spyro Runners, but you just kind of progressed in such a way that I think the storyline, it'd be a shame not to have you. So <laughs> definitely thank glad, you. definitely glad. All right. I appreciate you having me. Thank you again. Bye. Bye.